in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. You know, I hope you are enjoying the talking about the asshole because I mean, really you should be safe. You only get one of them. Correct. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you are not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Hey everyone, join me on my journey from living a 100% vanilla life to tiptoeing into a whole new world I never knew existed. Exploring a life that puts a whole new spin on sex and its meaning to me. From chastity devices and cup holding to my experiences and the lifestyle, I have met some amazing people and had some crazy experiences and learned a lot about myself along the way. Welcome to Christine's FLR Podcast. I'm talking about people that know more about this specific topic Mm -hmm. than we do. Apparently there's also lube shooters. Did you know these existed? Yeah. So it's like a, it's like a syringe and the lube will, have you used one of these before? No, 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 no. It will coat the whole anal canal. Right. You're getting up further Mm -hmm. inside and that will help you. And he, he also mentioned that if you're just starting out. With anal play, you should start with a small toy, mm-hmm. lots of lube, mm-hmm. get it in there. Mm-hmm. And once it relaxes or you feel it relax, pull it out and re-lube mm-hmm. and then do it again. Yeah. A lot of what he said is, you know, take it slow. Yes. Pay attention to your body. Understand what's happening. Because like I said, there's three sets of muscles in everyone's ass. You have your outer ring and then there's a second hole that is two muscles that are really strong. Mm-hmm. And just as a sidebar. I didn't realize this. So he pointed out how you can overstrengthen your asshole. Like he was talking oh, about bodybuilders yes, yes. or people who are regular gym goers and right. they do a lot of work, be they it do a squats, lot of squats and things right, like that. Right. That can over tighten your asshole yes. and make it extremely painful. Yep. So he said, like on the days, that you're, you know, like if you were going to the gym, one day you work your upper body, one day you work your lower body, like mm-hmm. you're doing your legs one day, one day is arm day, whatever. Mm-hmm. So on the opposite day, you do stretching. The, on the day that you're yes. not. So like if you're doing yes. an arm day on your leg day, you do arm stretching or those muscles will stay too tight. Right. I thought that was interesting. I never realized that you could over tighten mm-hmm. your asshole. I also, as a sidebar, going back to cleaning and things like that. I also didn't realize how bad baby wipes are for you. Oh, yes. So they both like said we're adamant about that. I mean, in an emergency, if you're somewhere where you don't have any other option, but right. 
the baby wipes just wipe away the good bacteria. Even if yes. they say they're alcohol free, yes. it wipes away the good bacteria that right. you need right. along with the bad bacteria that you're trying to get rid and of. And he has seen that with people coming in, you know, for appointments and talking to him about it. He, the, one of the first questions he can ask is like, you use baby wipes, don't you? And, oh yeah, we do. Stop doing that. Yeah. And it was interesting too, because he said, you know, or she brought up, well, then why doesn't it bother my baby? Yes. And he said, babies aren't, you know, up until they're toddlers, 18 months or so, you don't notice anything, but then they will start to get rashes from it. Their body kind of evens out and adjusts. And it was interesting because he said this and it resonated with me. I used to wipe my kids' face when we were like at restaurants or whatever with a baby wipe, Mm -hmm. just to wipe them off. And their cheeks would get so rosy. Mm -hmm. So that is the baby wipe causing damage. Yeah. They're baby wipes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Use them on babies. He suggested like a bidet. Right. Is obviously the right. best choice. I'm thinking, you know, because I'm the constant, you know, work around, figure it out, whatever. There must be some sort of wipe that is safe enough for this situation. Something that has a different chemical makeup that is probably more safe. Yeah. Oh, my stomach's real loud. Sorry about that. Yeah. Maybe he will develop something like that. I would assume. Maybe. And maybe not. I mean, and I don't maybe know. we'll look into that and yeah. we'll get back to you. Like it's 2023. Mm-hmm. Right. How haven't we thought of some of some of these things like mm-hmm. us sitting in this booth in a little town in Minnesota? Oh, there must be a way that you can do that. Right. What the hell do we know? Yeah. Right. Accurate. So. Well, especially me. Fucking Christ. I grew up in small towns like this. Like half the stuff that she mentioned, like that's common knowledge to people. I'm like, what? <laughs> right. In a certain in, in a certain world. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, listen, I knew nothing. I knew nothing about people taking supplements. And then the supplements she named off, I was like, what? And then they also talked about a lube. She called it a horse lube, but I can't remember what it was called. Yeah. Um, He said it's not a bad lube, but you have to mix it with water. It comes as a powder and you mix it with water. And I can't remember now what it's called, but interesting. Yeah. I didn't know anything about that. So let's divert to specifically pegging. I mean, this is in Mm -hmm. general, but I think, you know, I hope you are enjoying the talking about the asshole because I mean really you should be safe you only get one of them correct specifically with pegging and they get into specifically pegging towards the end towards the end of the podcast and one of the questions that he mentioned is as a female how do you talk your husband boyfriend significant other into Mm -hmm. pegging Mm -hmm. oddly enough he said communication yeah interesting he also said couples therapy like immediately to really discuss because there are so many couples or people in general that don't feel comfortable talking about their sexual fantasies. Mm -hmm. And one of the references that he made, and I don't even know if we really do this, but they don't talk openly. And he kind of made it sound like maybe in the moment. And I don't necessarily know that I want to do it in the moment, but Hey, that felt good. Or, you know, mm-hmm. like we don't really have, we talk about things, oh, oh. but like during our like sexual interaction. Yeah. Referenced. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, I don't necessarily know that I want to play by play, but we don't really. Okay. We do more with the the spanking and the things like that we have because I was so nervous mm-hmm. that I was going to do it wrong. Mm-hmm. I think that we should be more intentional about having the conversation after we do something. Not that we necessarily, because we know it works for us and mm-hmm. I like it. Okay. So there are nonverbals mm-hmm. in, in the act of it, mm-hmm. right? There are also verbals in the act of it. Mm-hmm. There are times when when we are in like spanking, whipping, flogging sessions, whatever, 
there are times in those sessions where I will say, yes, please. Oh, yes. You know, yep. there are times where I will, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, like receiver, mm-hmm. listener, if you're a receiver, try to incorporate some of those things to communicate to the giver mm-hmm. that what they're doing is okay, mm-hmm. that it is great, that it is not like you need to find verbals or mm-hmm. nonverbals that warn the other person without saying, hey, that doesn't fucking work. You know, yeah, something because if it could really kill the moment, mm-hmm. you know, if you stop and have like a full on, you know, like a Bob Costas like kind of review of what's yeah. going on, right? I gave it four stars and here's why you missed out on the last right. one. So I mean, that's probably not going to work. So, but, but there are, like I said, there's verbals and nonverbals, mm-hmm. you know, you as a listener with, with your partner, work those out, mm-hmm. you know, hand signals, motions. Well, and you know me well enough, you know, when something feels good, cause I do specific things. Right. And you know, things that are, have, like cross the line, mm-hmm. especially when I'm on all fours, mm-hmm. you know, when something's crossed the line and I jet forward, mm-hmm. you know, and, and fall down on my stomach, like, okay, that fucking hurt. Or well, I don't know. Have you ever done that? Yes. A couple of times. Right. Was I spanking you or <clears throat> pegging you? I think I was spanking was you. One time with the flogger that hit a very specific spot that Fucking hurt. Was it the flaw? Because I, I know you did that one time with that big fat paddle that we ordered off Etsy. Mm-hmm. That big motherfucker. Ooh, that stings when you hit with it. Yeah. Which, let me just throw this sidebar in here yeah. before I forget. Yep. One thing he did say is that the giver should be the receiver. Like the oh. top should always, or not always. Should try it. Or should experience. try it. Yes. I mean, I'm out. I don't know that. I mean, I'm not saying I'm out. I don't know that I will never want to participate in anal play. It's just not my thing. And it, I think, is 100% more mental mm-hmm. than it is physical. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. No. But. but on that, you wanted me to spank you first before you spanked right. me. So, so I, that, that I absolutely is, agree with that because right. I think that kind of. Like, I know how what I'm doing feels. And I think that made me do it better. Right. So I do absolutely like I'm really glad that first you were comfortable doing it, which it wouldn't have mattered. I would have made you do it either way. (laughs) But I think that was I think that might have been part of the turning point as I had you do it to me. A hundred percent. Because prior to that, like we had dabbled in that a little Mm -hmm. bit before. And like, you know, you had a little bit of a mental block about. I, you know, he's so good to me. Why would I want to do this? Right. We're over that. Right. Because you felt it yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, I fucking get it. Mm-hmm. Right. So then it's game on. After that point, it's like you had been doing it your whole life. Yeah. Like you're so fucking natural at it and Which just is- comfortable and just, you know, when to push more, more, more. And then you, and then you're, and then you back down. Right. Yep. You're like, I couldn't have, I couldn't possibly ask for anything better than what you do because I don't even know if that exists. Right. Well, not for you. No, but I'm saying it's like, right. Like a perfect Mm -hmm. match. Right. But that, but we didn't get there until you tried it yourself so that you can understand. I know. I always say, I don't know where that switch flipped, but I think I really do. It's right there. I mean that for that specific aspect of things. For that little. Mm -hmm. So, but then you can apply that same thing to other things like, you know, not necessarily, you know, including anal, but not necessarily specific that like, you know, 
like um, bondage things mm-hmm. or other sensory play of some sort mm-hmm. or or whatever. Like if the giver can just get a little taste of it, mm-hmm. like you can wrap your head way more around what the receiver is is hoping to mm-hmm. achieve with it, right? Yep. And then you, by a giver, can you can feel good about it. You can get into it mm-hmm. because you know, like, oh, I get it. Like, and well, I want to give this to that person. And it's much like what I do with massage. I mean, let's go totally vanilla yes. with this. Yeah. I do to people what I think feels good. Yeah. And so far people seem to enjoy it. Yes. You know what I mean? I spend extra time on areas. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> that maybe most therapists don't because most, and I shouldn't say most therapists, but I just really focus you know on the of. areas that I feel good. And I've gotten a lot of feedback too, like specifically hands. I think mm-hmm. hands get, oh, yes. you know, rolled yes. over or get missed a lot because it's more about, you know, the rest your of your muscles and, your and yeah, whatever. Yep. The, the, but the I typical think, things. I mean, oh, somebody rubs my hands or my feet. Like when you rub my feet, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm out like instant melt into the couch. Or well, whatever. you know, then then for me, when it comes to that and we'll get out of Christine's massage podcast here in a second. I have all the podcasts. When you started working on my glutes the very first time, mm-hmm. like I had never had that. Like that had oh, never been a thing. There's such like, an important part. Holy fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Just that area can relax my entire body. Yeah, like you Like can, there's so much tension in my ass. Like right. that's well, you so can, fucking weird to say, but it is. But you use your ass. I mean, yes. everything you do. I mean, literally, you can't even stand up. If you didn't have your glute muscles, you wouldn't even be able to be upright. Right. And you, not to mention you're on your knees. And I mean, you're using those muscles. They right. are constantly firing. Right. Okay. So I got a hard ass. <laughs> it's rock hard. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, okay, so back to the topic. Yes. Of All this kind of applies the to giver, what we're saying. The giver so. should give it a try at yes. being the receiver. Yep. And well, on some level. Yeah. Whatever you're comfortable with. And let's be honest. Not very often do you have the woman approaching the man. It seems to be the other way around. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this this doctor won huge points in my book because the first thing he said about pegging was just because you are a straight man and you want something mm. in your ass. Does not make you gay. Yeah. He was Coming from a gay doctor. Animate about that. Yes. And whether you're gay, bi or whatever. I mean, like, I don't care. But I think, I mean, it's a, it is a, or it's an orifice that you can mm-hmm. experience pleasure from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does it matter? Right. You know, I think right. your sexual preference or what, what you, like, I'm straight because I'm a, tra- I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Listen, okay, take that. Listen. Oof, I don't like that. Oof. Whatever you put in your orifices mm-hmm. doesn't determine your preferences. Okay. So, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, just because I put something in my ass doesn't mean that I think guys are hot. Right. Like, that. those are two completely, mm-hmm. like, one is mental or emotional. The other is physical. Like, they're completely separate things. Okay. So, let me bring up a conversation that my wife and I had. Mm-hmm. Why are dildos shaped like penises you know what i mean like that's a whole rabbit hole you can go down but yeah you know what i mean i mean that's kind of like there really isn't i mean there is probably much some things out there but socially or just in general well there's the kind that are like um like beads you know there's those kind of dildo which obviously that there's something to be said about that because of the muscles Mm -hmm. that are 
the, the two sets of muscles that are right at the end there, mm-hmm. you know, the sensation of them stretching, mm-hmm. you know, with the whatever. Probably, I mean, they're probably shaped like penises because what else would you put in your ass? Well, right. I you mean, know? I, I don't know. I, I don't it's know. just an interesting fact. Like she said that. But, and I'm like, oh, my God, I've never really thought about that. Like she said, you well, know, do lesbians really want a penis shaped dildo? No. And, I mean, some some lesbians don't use dildos. They right. But not not all dildos are that way. But they're they're all they are mostly all cylindrical in mm-hmm. some way, mm-hmm. right? There are there are tons of different smooth dildos that you can put in your ass. Sure, you know so yeah. or whatever or in your. I mean, it was just in general. It was just a general generalization. Like why? But I suppose mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it fits. You know what I mean? Right. Like what other shape would you right. put in there? Correct. It's about the shape yeah. more than than the the form. Oh, aftercare really quick. Yeah, we should Let me talk just about th- that. Okay. Let me rewind. Yep. Let's go back to talking about pegging. One also, because yep. I had mentioned that he said that, you know, you put something in your butt doesn't make you gay. And that was big brownie points. I say that all the time on my podcast. Right. Like I'm very adamant about that. Another interesting thing that he said that I never really gave a whole lot of thought about is if you are going to approach your partner as a man approach your female partner mm-hmm. about pegging mm-hmm. he said you should try pegging yourself first be alone and try to peg yourself mm. however the logistics of that look to you mm-hmm. but i thought that was interesting and hmm. not for you well on that did you peg yourself first by yourself yes oh look at you go years and years and years ago yeah right because I was curious how it would feel. Mm-hmm. So at the time, I used one of my ex-wife's toys that she never used, mm-hmm. right? And thinking, well, you know, if it's if it's something, then it's something. If it's not, I'll just throw it in the garbage, right? Mm-hmm. And it was definitely something, but I ended up still throwing it in the garbage. Because you felt regret. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like at the time it was, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. The next day was, I'm a fucking idiot for doing this. You know? Gosh, if there's but one in the thing. Time, in the yeah. time since, I, I've wrapped my head around it more, right? Because at, at that time, I, I'm struggling with what I would like and what society tells me I can like. I know. And that's such you know? a hard line. Like if there's anything, anything that I could get across to people. Oh my God, men. Life is short. Mm-hmm. If it fucking feels good, mm-hmm. I mean, within reason, obviously consent, but specific to right. this. Right. I mean, be safe, know your anatomy and know what you're doing. Yes. Don't hurt yourself, but why not? Right. Like, I don't understand. I mean, I understand society is society. There's so much things that contribute to the views that people have. However, I will say that I think pegging from when this podcast was released to now has come a long way. Mm-hmm. Not nearly as far as like I personally would like to see it, but I wish it was something that was mm-hmm. more talked about or there were more people out there educating about it because I mean, you can do damage to your, yes. I mean, yes. like they talk a little bit about yes. prolapse. I didn't know that this was a kink either. I had no yeah. idea. Jesus, I live under a rock. No, 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 no. There but, are so many kinks that, you yeah, you can't possibly keep, yeah. know all of them. Right. And nor do I want to. I would like to see it be out there more or talked about or that mm-hmm. men feel more comfortable talking about it and seeking medical attention if they need it. Because, oh, my God. Yes. 
I mean, you don't, I mean, this isn't meant to be punny, but you don't fuck around when it comes to your ass because literally, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Bad news. Kind of on that, you know, getting it out there more. I don't even remember who I follow. I think this was a TikTok. No, this was an Instagram. You know, I'm scrolling through and, you know, because I'm always looking for inspiration on things or whatever and see how everybody else does things, whatever. And I watch other podcasts, their clips and all that thing, whatever. Anyways, Mm -hmm. there was, there's a podcast I think called Pillow Talk. Mm. Pretty sure. Mm -hmm. And I follow that. And there are these two uh, very attractive women Mm -hmm. interviewed by this relatively attractive guy, whatever. And the topic was pegging Mm -hmm. and their clip had to said, like, he said something like, wait a minute, you're going to tell me that you have, what did he call it? Like, I think it was butt sex. Mm -hmm. You've had butt sex with major rappers and athletes. And the, the, the one attractive lady said, maybe like, but she's not going to say anything. Right. But that's just an example of openly talking about mm-hmm. it on social media yeah. where millions of people are scrolling through, right? So my point is it's getting it's getting to a place where like you can start to talk about it. You have to choose your words wisely, mm-hmm. like in a social media aspect, you know, because your clips, mm-hmm. some of the, the biggest numbers on your clips have been on pegging yeah and some of the clips that have gotten you the most warnings have been on pegging right Mm -hmm. it's like a both and like people devour it and then there's no you can't talk about it Mm -hmm. you know well and i will keep talking about it Mm -hmm. one because i love doing it Mm -hmm. two because i'm always learning Mm -hmm. like we should always be learning sure i agree um I just like talking about it. And I think mm-hmm. I just would love to normalize it more. Like I wish that, you know, and he mentions too in this podcast that doctor does, um, your ego really plays a big part in being able to let those muscles mm-hmm. relax. And just to rewind just a titch, because I didn't mention this, you know, you can, he referenced when you're starting with anal play, start slow and kind of do it regularly because you want to create that friction because the friction will kind of toughen up that skin. Mm. So he kind of referenced it, referenced it like getting a callus on your hand. Yeah. But as that skin, you know, gets a little bit more used to that friction, you want to create some of that friction, but it should never be painful discomfort. Yes, but it shouldn't be painful. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was interesting, you know, And they also, again, I don't know if I mentioned this or not. They also talk about prolapse a little bit and about it being a kink. But for anybody that doesn't know what the prolapse, what it is, essentially, I believe I have this right. Um, After so long of stretching your muscles out so far. So your anus, you can stretch it big and then Mm -hmm. the muscles are strong enough that they will, you know, they'll Mm -hmm. shrink back down. But Mm -hmm. after so long of continuously stretching these muscles out, like, he was talking about, you know, young men in their 20s or whatever, trying to prolapse, trying to get their ass to do that. Mm-hmm. And that can be dangerous because as you get older, mm-hmm. you're going to cause significant damage. Right. And, you know, you could be pooping yourself, I suppose. Right. I, and again, I'm not a doctor. I well, don't know. But just, you know, the continuous because like, 
I think there's the, that stigma about women, you know, and I think that's also a fear about anal sex is like, oh my gosh, if I keep taking it in the ass, is my asshole going to stretch out? And am I going to start shitting myself? Right. And I say that because I had this fear mm-hmm. like a long time ago, like when I was living in my Catholic world, you know, like, why would you do that? I don't want to shit myself. Right. It's not true. Right. I mean, just like your vaginal muscles. Yes. I've pushed two kids out my vagina. The mm-hmm. other one was cut out. But I, I mean, those muscles, your body, no, they just go mm-hmm. back. Right. And on that note, he was talking about something and I didn't catch the name of it. But apparently there is this. She was talking about a chair that she sat on or something that sends like it sends um, like vibrations or mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It it helps to strengthen you. It can strengthen strengthen your vaginal muscles or uh, your oh. anal muscles. I didn't quite catch most of it, but. The reason I thought it was interesting is because I just found a toy. Of course, it was in my Facebook scrolling along. And here's mm-hmm. an ad for this thing to help with your pelvic floor. Because listen, fun fact about Miss Christine, ever since I've had my oldest son, sneezing and coughing is a dangerous game. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I'm doing Kegel exercises correctly. Like there's a correct way and a wrong way. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing them the wrong way, you can overstrengthen your asshole, I think. Mm-hmm. Like you're not. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. I that's just something that kind of came in my head and went right out when we were listening to that podcast. Cause he does bring up the, um, the Kegel exercises and things, but you know, they have that <clears throat> on infomercials, that band that you could wear right. and it contracts right. your abdominal muscles. Mm-hmm. And then like in a week you have a six pack. I mean, mm-hmm. that's unrealistic, obviously, right. Right, right, right. but I thought it was interesting that she mentioned something about that. It can. So for somebody who maybe is prolapsed or their muscles are, and maybe prolapsed isn't the right word, I'm pretty sure that's how he referenced it. I mean, if you want to correct me, I'll I'll correct myself in mm-hmm. the next podcast or whatever. But um, it it kind of brings life back into those muscles that right. are tired mm-hmm. and makes them firm again. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. Like I'm real interested in. I just hundred and sixty dollars for something that's I don't know, but it's like a game. Like you have this app on your phone. <clears throat> it's like Angry Birds. So you have to kegel, kegel whatever the correct terminology is. And you have to keep the bird in between the tubes with your exercises. What the fuck? Yeah. So it's expensive, <laughs> but listen, this thing also will detect if you're doing it wrong. Like mm. if you're doing the Kegel exercise or Kegel, if you're doing it wrong, mm-hmm. uh, it will detect that. And I don't know if it helps you correct it. Interesting. Now. Okay. I'm a sucker. Like we went to the liquor store, like all the pretty bottles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm a sucker for, <laughs> for that kind of thing. Yeah. But I can't know. I mean, like $160 and this will allow me to cough and sneeze without pissing myself. I mean, it sounds like a win. Like, I don't know. I just well, I can't bring myself okay. to do it. And then do I buy something cheaper? And then do I just get what I pay mm. for? You know what yeah, I mean? Well, that's I mean, that's 100 percent valid, you know. I mean, and again, I want to say that, you know, it's 2023 now. Mm-hmm. It's not 1976. It's not 1982. It's Ooh, not 1997. But my point is. We've evolved to things, right? Mm-hmm. There are people who have thought of things and created things mm-hmm. out of necessity mm-hmm. or need or whatever, right? So this is probably a legit product. Mm-hmm. It probably legit does what it needs and it probably legit deserves $160. Right? Yeah, maybe. We'll see what happens. I mean, I think there's some valuable things in here, but I think the more we talk about anal play, whether it be however, Mm-hmm. I just think the more information that's out there, the better. Right. And I think we probably just tip the iceberg yeah. type stuff. Like, 
I mean, there's so much information and you yes. have to do your own research and all of the things this listener had sent me the link to this mm-hmm. podcast. And I thought it was a great podcast. Valuable. Yeah. I learned yeah. a lot about yeah. Yeah. penises. And there's so much more to learn. Yeah. You know, so, I, it, and we just wanted to paraphrase some of the stuff from yeah. this episode. You know, please, please, please do your own research. Please, you know, don't take anyone's specifics person's word for anything. Yeah. I mean, don't go to just like TikTok. Don't go there and find something and take it as medical advice. And that is not the point I was going to say. I just wanted to share some things that I thought were interesting. And I don't know, you know, the listener had said this had some great tips that they felt I should share with you. And I hope that I hit all of those and did it justice. I mean, this doctor seems very knowledgeable. He knows his trade. Mm -hmm. Just try to get out of your own head Mm -hmm. about things, both husband and wife or whatever, because I mean, pegging is not for everyone. Don't please don't take it as I'm trying to tell you that you should do it, but But at least have the conversation. If it's something that you're interested in, for sure. And you should be in a place where you can have conversations about these things to decide if you want to move forward. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's like the, 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 the foundation thing, the communication thing, you know, just have the conversation mm-hmm. and maybe it's not a thing for you guys and that's okay. Yeah. You know? Yep. It's not for everybody, but I very much enjoy it. And just as a closing, mm-hmm. I have gotten a lot of feedback from you that you enjoy when my subby joins me. Hi. So <laughs> whenever that is possible and time allows, mm-hmm. I would like to have him on because I do feel that he is much more relatable for people who, well, I think, I feel you're much more relatable to the men. You know what I mean? People. Right. And I think people enjoy watching us interact together. I think that, you know, when you're listening or watching on YouTube or whatever the case may be, it's just fun to see us interact with each other. I think the conversation is better, but Mm -hmm. I do have some people that I want to interview and I will Mm. probably try and do that when you aren't available. That makes a ton of sense. Because, I mean, and maybe not. Maybe you should be in on the interview because you do really stimulate my brain and other parts. Yeah. So it's nice to have you. Wait, what? (laughs) What did you just say? I said what I said. That's going to be a clip. I don't regret it. Anyways. I I do enjoy having you on the podcast. And Mm -hmm. I do think that um, it is more proof that I'm not... You know, locking you in a cage and whipping your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's more... Like we have a real relationship. And I think people really see how we, or hear how we really communicate with each other. And like, this is a real Mm -hmm. thing. Like, we really do this. Right. I love learning from people. I love hearing people's Mm -hmm. stories, things like that. So, however, or or just answering questions about our dynamic. Right, because there's perspectives that we get from people that we didn't even fucking think about. Yeah, sometimes I'm real mindful. So we're all learning together. Yes. You know. So I don't know what that's going to look like, but I just wanted to throw that out there. And I think that is it. I hope that you got some benefit from this podcast. If not, to just have the punny butt jokes. <laughs> I hope you got a giggle or two. I have no idea what is on the docket for next week, so you'll have to come back and check it out. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if my subby will be here. Probably not. It might be a flying solo. On the next episode. I guess it depends on when you record it. On that point of contention, I am going to say... <laughs> Just kidding. Have a fantastic week. Be good human beings. Take care. I love you all. And we will talk soon. Mwah! Thank you so much for listening today. I genuinely appreciate your time. 
If you happen to have any questions, all of my contact information is in the show notes of this and every episode. Don't hesitate to reach out. Also, in the show notes, there is a link to my Patreon, where your support is incredibly appreciated. Patrons have access to advanced and extra content from this and other podcasts that we produce, FLR consulting via messages and video, and input on the production of each podcast. There is also a link to my OnlyFans page. My fans on that platform have access to almost daily posts of photos and videos of me and me torturing my subby, full and sample erotic audios, and other posts. OnlyFans is now the safe place where you can order custom erotic audios, videos, and photos. Mention that you heard it on this podcast for a 10% discount. Most importantly, though, if you have the option to rate and review my podcast on the platform you listen to it on, please do. Good ratings and reviews help boost my podcast in the charts so that more and more people are able to hear what I have to say about the lifestyle. Until next week, be good to yourself and each other.